What's up, everyone? Welcome into More Important Issues, episode 301. Um, we hit the century mark, so 301 is not that cool anymore. Um, More Important Issues is brought to you by our sponsors, Tennessee Tap House, Hound Dogs, Billy Ratliff's Tap 40 Grill, and Blue Water Climate Control. And here's a quick word from our good friends at Blue Water Climate Control. People always ask, where did we get the name Blue Water Climate Control? When a Navy ship casts off lines, exits the harbor, and loses sight of land, that's blue water sailing. It takes a team of people to do that tireless work, focus, and attention to detail. So much of starting a business is just like that. After it's done, you get filled with deep satisfaction for accomplishing something. And it's quickly followed by, now the real work begins. We're Blue Water Climate Control. Back. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange bridges. Something about them orange bridges. Ball hit high in the air in the right field. Going back to Sayre. And Tennessee can say hello with column. A grand slam in the bottom of the ninth. You can't draw it up any better. We just won a basketball game, and we're very happy right now. I made up my mind, and I don't expect to ever look back. I'm going to stay at the University of Tennessee. Yeah! Rid it, did to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Sunday, August 22nd. Hope everyone has had another great weekend as we get closer and closer to football season. Kind of felt even more like the real deal, and it, it actually did remind me how much. Like, you know, I told you when we had that Hall of Fame game, it's like, this kind of, like, kind of sucks, but at least it's football. Then you, like, get reminded how much worse preseason football is when you see, like, full speed, full tilt football. I know it's high school, but, like, you get reminded that it's definitely not the real deal. Yeah, I just tweeted football is kind of back. It's, um, it's in my mind, it's fully back with there are regular season games of some kind being played, right? Yeah, it's just not like I mean, high school football is great, I love that, but preseason football is just like not the same, yeah. Um, same for sure, and then like you know, college is the best of all three, so you're gonna piss the people off with that comment, which is fine, I love it, but some people Wait, so, agree. Oh, people think NFL is better than college. Well, and their argument is – sorry, I'm trying to figure out this Chargers game on. Um, just turned on the TV there. Um, so, I mean, just people – like, they go off the – this – which ones has better talent, which is obviously the NFL. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we talked about this on NBA. People are like, college basketball is so much worse than the NBA. Well, yeah, the, yeah. the talent pool is just completely different. Right. And also, they usually get better when they're in, in the NBA. Same thing for the NFL. Yeah, I just think the whole entire atmosphere of college football makes it so yeah. much better than NFL. So if you say NFL is better, um, that's your opinion, but you're wrong. So um. <laughs> I like college football better, not necessarily for the football. I mean, obviously, I like good college football, so there's a difference. Right. Well, and, not Tennessee. But. A lot of people up north think that, too, because, like, I mean, the south is just a different animal when it comes to um, – Somebody just said, is this a real show? Yeah, it's no, a real show. It's not. That, <laughs> hey, it's it's show. Fictional. <laughs> I don't view it as a real show, so watch yeah. you. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, I mean, it's just it, – obviously the talent's better. 
Um, I did want to turn on the uh, LA game and see if uh, Josh Palmer, see what's going on with him. Yeah, we're, we're about to talk about. Week. Yeah, we're about to talk about receivers, and uh, <clears throat> I won't get into it too much. But yeah, losing your best receiver and then having to re- replace his production, which um, it should have been a lot more, but um, mm-hmm. unfortunately, quarterback play has a lot to do with uh, receivers' production. Uh, yeah, that, that is the way it goes. Um, position previews, like Landon said, we're doing receivers. Going to talk some uh, QB. Um, QB room has changed a little bit. Some guys have or a guys exited. So we'll talk more about that. Um, looking at the schedule for this year and how it kind of sets up for this Tennessee team and in 2021. Um, also discuss some of the high school football. We had uh, Eric Kane on Wednesday to preview it, kind of discuss some of those games. There were some maybe teams that um, – and one of them actually got kind of thrown in there by Eric on uh, on Wednesday. You asked for teams that maybe like are on people's radars that could have good seasons. He mentioned Carter. And um, pretty big window open up the season, so – uh, if you got questions, drop them in the chat. Credence, good to have you in, man. He said he's going to meet Evan Russell on his B-Day. Happy birthday. Don't know when that is, but cool. it's a good one. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, our segments. Let's get into right, let's get right into it. Let's talk receivers. <coughs> let's do it. I mean, this, this group is a group that I think everybody's pretty excited about, um, especially when the hope is you're getting better quarterback play this season. Um, ton of talent, a lot of unproven talent, but a lot of speed. Um, and so you, you just kind of get more excited with the offense that Heupel's running with the speed you have on the outside. Yeah, and, and I would say, you know, this is definitely the group people expect the most out of on the offensive side, but it definitely – it's so dependent on one guy. Yeah. Because you can have all the speed. You can have the guys getting into space and things like that, but, like, it doesn't matter if you can't get the ball to them. Um, I think there is. I, th- I mean, I think there's a lot of talent in um, in at least your first probably four or five guys. After that, we can talk. But I think there's a ton of talent, especially when you talk about the thing that offenses nowadays you know look to do and and um, getting behind you a lot, and that's um, speed. Tennessee's got two of the fastest guys in the league, and they've got to figure out you know how to capitalize that. I, don't, I doubt they both fall one and two, but they're up there for definitely mm-hmm. for the speed. Um, now how can you utilize it? If, if, I mean, here's the thing too, like to the coaching staff, even if your quarterback play isn't great, you still have to find ways to get those, those guys the ball. You have to find ways. It, it can't just be, Oh, well, they're not good enough. That is what it is. No, you have to find, you have these guys on your roster. You've got to find ways to get them the ball. If you, if you want to be any kind of impactful, even if your quarterback's not great. Yeah. And, um, I was looking at Juwan Jennings's college stats today, and uh, in 2019, I mean, he had 969 yards with, you know, there wasn't great quarterback play in that season either. Does that make it so much more impressive that he almost had 1,000 yards with J.G. at quarterback? I think it does. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's a good point. <laughs> that's a that – I mean, a lot of those, like, he had a, it, it wasn't like he was wide open. Um and you sent like he doesn't have the speed. He was just he just wanted it more and, and broke a ton of tackles on, on his way to finding the end zone quite a bit of times. Um I think eight times in that season. Right. Right. Well, I think that kind of plays into like some of these receivers that Tennessee's had lately. You're like, look at what they did without a guy that could get them the ball consistently. Yeah. It's like that that says something to them. Um to you know, to the talent they have. Juwan Jennings maybe, you know, find his way on an NFL roster this year, struggled last year. Uh, maybe some injuries, right? 
um, early on when he was on the practice squad. So mm-hmm. uh, maybe this year is kind of a year for him to fit in nicely. But yeah, I mean, I think and it's going to be the same with this group. I, I don't know if you have another Juwan Jennings. And, and but the thing is, is Juwan wasn't just the most talented guy on the field. Um, he was a he was just a dog. How did what did they say about him? It was like some quote that was pretty good. It was like he's an old school football player. He's just and then he inserted an adjective there, but I don't remember what it was. I don't remember what it was either. I, I do I do know what you're talking about because my wife actually saw that and was telling me about it, but I don't know what the comment was. Yeah, I don't know if you have guys like that. And Graham Morgan mentioned Jennings caught more 50-50 balls. And again, like I, he wasn't the just he wasn't the tallest guy out there. He wasn't the most athletic guy. He was he would just go up and, and get balls, and he would get extra yardage, and he would break tackles. And um, I mean, like that's how he produced. I don't know if there's another guy necessarily like that, but there's definitely guys that have their own talent to draw from that can be just as good as Jawan Jennings was in the in the SEC. Yeah, I think what made him so great too is like he had no fear going over the middle either. Helps. Like I mean, it, he he wasn't scared of contact, and I feel like that's that's part of it. Yeah, it's you're not going to get a great throw probably over the middle from you know the quarterback that you had, mm-hmm. but uh, he's going to go get it. And if he gets laid out, he gets laid out. Um, but he's also going to if he catches it, he's going to let the receiver know he caught it, <laughs> and uh, maybe drop a ball um, on their stomach in in the end zone like he did in South Carolina. Yeah, no, he definitely wasn't shy about. Um... I mean, you see him celebrate his touchdown and one-on-ones at. NFL. Yeah, I don't know who he's flexing at, but it was somebody. <laughs> <laughs> so he's he's definitely not shy about letting you know uh, that what he just did to you. But yeah, I'm I'm a uh, actually I know we're gonna get into like what what we see as a starting lineup and stuff later on. But talking about guys who can go up and make catches, I mean, is that a role that Cedric Tillman fills in nicely? Um, he's one of the taller guys that you'll at least see play often, and um, he I mean he's. He's the guy I think everybody's kind of pointing at to be that 50-50 ball guy. Yeah, the, I think when you coming into this season, you're like, that that was your question mark with this receiving core. It wasn't speed. Um, right. It probably wasn't necessarily route running. It was quarterback play. Can a quarterback get to it? Um, can a quarterback throw down the field with guys running that fast, um, which apparently they've added somebody that can. Um, and then – Who's going to go up and get the 50-50 balls? Who's going to be utilizing the red zone? Um, and I think you're right. I think it, Cedric Tillman – I think those other guys have to do it to a certain extent, but I think right. Cedric Tillman is a guy that you're going to lean on in those situations. Maybe a third and short. Maybe if you get a quick turnover, you try a shot play to, to Cedric Tillman. I know they tried that a lot with Josh Palmer last year. Um, not really with turnovers, but just taking a shot down the field. Right. Um, I, I think Cedric Tillman would probably fit that mold. And I think too having that guy that's that you know is going to go downfield and you know be that because I it's nothing against Jalen Hyatt and, and, and Valus Jones it's just haven't necessarily seen it from them. Can they run and get under a ball? They obviously have the speed to do that. Like that's not in question. But I and balls like there are a lot of balls when Josh Palmer is here that you're like those aren't caught by any other receiver on this roster right. um, that that was thrown to him. And so is there a guy that yeah that almost can be that safety valve? It's like all right, I see him. He's only got one guy on him we'll give him a chance to make this play and just kind of throw his, his direction. That That's nice to have. And the quarterback's got to, if you have that, which you did with Josh Palmer, the quarterback's got to utilize that guy more too. Um, if you have a, a person that you feel like you can throw to and he's going to catch the ball most of the time, and and that means he's either going to catch it or it's probably going to be an, or, um, an incompletion. You're not 
you know, you can, or you don't have to throw it that perfectly. You can mm-hmm. just give him a chance to make it. That's huge, but you got to use him. You, I mean, how many times did Josh Palmer get those chances to make that? Yeah, and change his body in the air. That's something else. Like, yeah, you can go up and get a 50-50 ball, but can you can you turn a bad throw into a good throw? Quarterbacks love those guys. Yeah. Uh, they should. And, you know, I'm not saying Tennessee doesn't have one of those in the roster, but I don't think we've seen it to this point. And that's probably not a lot of these guys' strength is, right. you know, the radius catching. Like, Devontae Smith, just a freak – athlete like that these guys can run and go get a a go route for sure but like can they run the entire route tree is something would it be nice to have a would it be nice to have a quarterback good enough that you're not even talking about the the guy that can go up and make the play like you're talking about who's going to turn the bad throws into good throws it's going to be nice one day hopefully please to have a quarterback that you're just like can he find the space? Can, can (laughs) Can he outrun the safety? Like that's going to be nice to just talk about um hopefully that's my hope and prayer hopefully it's this year i mean that would that i'm my timeline's not even working that fast but that would be nice i mean Um, there's some people throwing all their all their probably a bitcoin investment at at joe milton right now there's a lot of joe milton fans and i mean hey you got a ride with the starting quarterback i get that i'm not that that's sorry but it's probably who it's gonna be i mean i don't know for sure but um yeah, I get it. You got to ride with him. Yeah. Got to ride with him. We'll see. Um, so, kind of guys, and, and I, I'm interested to see how many guys you actually use. Um, you're, That's, you know, going this fast, having that many um, plays, that many opportunities to, to run your offense, I, th- I think it's going to be um, – you're going to have to have quite a bit of guys on this roster that are capable. But, um, you know, maybe guys a little bit further down the depth chart, do they get any, you know – a role on this team. Ramel Keaton is one that I'm just like, he, he's had probably the most catches besides Velas and Hyatt in this mm-hmm. offense. But, you know, the, the speed's not there. It's just, I, I just don't know what his role would be. And does, do you think he finds one in this season, in this offense? I, uh, I haven't he, heard much about him, and I don't know if right. that's a – Well, I guess it's kind of like how – I mean, I think I'm going to think just because of you, – you talked about the speed of this offense, not necessarily the speed mm-hmm. of Ramel Keaton. The speed of this offense, I, I think there's enough need for Ramel Keaton to be in that general rotation. So, yeah, I think he does find a role. Now, does – you know, how great is he at that role? How much do we get out of him? I don't have a good guess. I, I would think he's going to be one of your better kind of – non-starters, um, you know, depending on and, – and, and, too, it does kind of depend on – well, let's, let me ask you this. You have um, Valus, Jalen, and Cedric Tillman. Are those your three starters, or who's your third guy? I, I think it's a, tw- a kind of a toss-up between three guys. Um, okay. I think Cedric Tillman is probably in there, um, Javante Payton, and then mm-hmm. Jimmy Calloway, who had okay. a really good spring. Um I mean, I, I guess at that point, like, you could go four wide probably at times. You could. And they uh, will. I mean, they will. Yeah. And, and you're going to go, you know, sometimes maybe even five wide. Um, and, and you're going to throw guys in and out. So, I guess that really doesn't matter. But three starters. I'm going to go with Javante Payton 
for okay. now because um, I, I think he is a little different than than Hyatt and Velas um, in, in terms. He is fast, but he is a, l- a little taller than than those two. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm interested to see kind of how they they utilize that. Um, but I, I'm going to go Javante Payton for now. I think um, if you're closer to the goal line, I, I think probably Cedric Tillman's your guy. But also Jimmy Calloway um, had a really yeah. good spring, and I think what. You know, especially when Jalen Hyatt was out, I think he, you know, got a ton of reps um, in the spring. So, um, I don't know. I think either three of those guys is probably the starter. Okay. Uh, and the reason I ask is just, I mean, I assumed you didn't have – Bayless and Hyatt for sure, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I assumed you didn't have Ramil Keaton starting, um, even like you probably even in the question of that third guy. But I do see him being in that – in the, the next – you know, in the next – he's in the top six, in my opinion. And – I mean, yeah, maybe right on the cusp, but I think he'll play plenty, I guess is how I'm saying it. Now, where does he fit? Like, how does he fit that role? Is that his role all season? I don't know. And I think that's why it's like, does he find a role this year? Uh, I'm kind of – I think – that, and this is a good problem to have. I think there is a lot of talent on this team. And yep. so I think there's a lot to choose from. And that's why I, I don't know if he fits into that role or not. Yeah, I just like I – don't, I don't know if he fits – if he's in your, your – was it six deep? I don't even know if he would be in like your your I guess two deep. Would he be in your two deep? I don't. I mean, you got I mean, Jimmy he, Holiday. If he's not. He's number seven. Like that's the thing. Well, you got say uh, say your top three is Callaway, mm-hmm. Hyatt, and Velas. Then you got Javante Payton. You got Jimmy Holiday. You got Cedric Tillman, um, Walker Merrill, Anderson Kobe. I mean, you have a lot of options. Yeah, I, so, I mean, I still you, think- you're gonna have to go. You're gonna have to go win it. Um, yeah, 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 I guess it's not just given given to you. And, and he does. You mentioned he has some of the more you know in, in that group, especially the second group. He has the most catches, um, so he does have experience on his side that's uh, can play well for him. But um, I, I mean, I think it, I, it's gonna be interesting for this whole team, like as far as for this whole group. What is your role? Because you can't. I mean, you can't tell me Jalen or Bayless have proven themselves to be this receiver, the guy that that gets the ball short and, and is able to get yards after catch or the guy that's beating the defense over top. I mean, sure. They have the speed to do that. Um, maybe Jalen, he started running the ball better after catches later in the season. Does it, maybe he does that now, but none of them have a clear role in my opinion on the team. Yeah. And, and you can, can play quarterbacks, but you can't play them. I mean, can't put all the blame on them, I guess. Right. I mean, you just don't have the production. It, it's, Maybe it's not a fault of your own, but uh, mm-hmm. you know it, it's it is what it is. Um, and Juwan kind of almost doubled both of those guys combined. It wasn't thirteen games, but he he had nine hundred sixty nine yards. They combined for uh, fifty nine catches for nine hundred sixty nine yards, and they combined for forty two catches, five hundred fifty six yards, and five touchdowns. Juwan Jennings had eight touchdowns. So um, you know it wasn't super productive. They were both at like. Right at two twenty-five, mm-hmm. um, I think Hyatt had twenty catches and or twenty-two catches. Velas had twenty, um, so it just you know it wasn't super productive. Even though you know more of that was toward the end of the season, I know mm-hmm. a lot of Hyatts were in that Alabama game. Um, but yeah, just not a you know it's I guess it's not their fault to a certain extent. But yeah, to an extent, I mean I think you can definitely put some of it on them, but. But you can't um, you can't mark either one of those as like a first team all SEC player with that no, production. You can no, cer- certainly can't. Certainly can't. 
Um, so as far as far as this group, let, let's talk. Who, who? So you you mentioned your three starters. You said Peyton. Right? That's your third. I think it's Peyton or Callaway. Okay. Um, so well, probably Peyton up to this point. I think okay. he has the experience in the SEC. Um, even though it was at Mississippi State, he does some have some experience. So I think that maybe helps him out at the the start of the year. But you know, maybe toward the end, you see somebody different in that third slot. Yeah, possibly. Um, I I don't necessarily disagree. I think it's whatever. Um, all right, who has the most com- um, catches this year? I'm gonna go with Valus. I, I think he was. Okay. I think he was a, a stud toward the end of the season. I want to see more games like he had at Vanderbilt. Um, I think he does a good job of breaking tackles, and that's what mm-hmm. makes him a good returner. Um, so I, I, th- I think Bayless will. I think he'll have the most yards and catches. Okay. Um, who most catches? I, I would, I would think Bayless too. Um, but I, I, think I don't think Hyatt's very far behind in either one of those catches. See, I'm kind of curious with more yards. I think. I think if like how I picture them, I think Jalen's probably more of that deep threat over top. Um, but again, that's just speculation. I mean, that neither of them have really proved to be this or that yet. They both um, average like 14 yards a catch. Yeah. Last season. So. Yeah. Um, so I think I'll, I'll go with him yards and then uh, touchdowns. Touchdowns could be a very interesting one. I'm going to, I'm going to go high with touchdowns. Cause I, okay. I think he is that, that deep threat. That's maybe going to have more big plays. Okay. But I think Valus will have just more opportunities to catch the football. Yeah. I wonder I wonder with that, um, you know, which I just don't know with this offense, how many chances you have, you know, short, 10 less yards. But I kind of wonder if it's a 50-50 ball guy, like a guy that's – like I feel like it could be – I feel like it could be a really, really obscure touchdown leader just because – and whether it be a guy in the corner of the end zone or a guy in the middle of the end zone that's not afraid – you know, to stay in a catch through, through the middle of the field. I feel like they, I feel like it could be an obscure um, player this year, just because I don't know. Even if Jalen and Jalen Hyatt and Bayless have great years, like I don't know if if one of them's the premier guy necessarily. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I think UCF had around three guys around a thousand yards okay. last last season. So it's uh, <laughs> pretty. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's that's pretty impressive. So if you know, I just want to see somebody have a thousand yards. I mean, when's the last time we've had that? Do we even remember? Um, I don't know. Someone may be able to pull that up. I mean, it, was, it had to be 2012, right? Because it Malone didn't get there. I don't think. Yeah, I was I was about to ask even. Yeah, I think he was right around what Juwan had because we were trying to get Juwan to a thousand as well. But yeah, it had to be Patterson or Hunter, right? I would. I would think, um, and Hunter, I'm trying to, you know, because he got injured in 20, what was that, two, that was 2011, when he tore his ACL, or mm-hmm. whatever he did. Hmm. Um, yeah, I'm kind of curious now. I'm going to, I mean, I'm going to look it up real quick, but yeah, that's, um, I'm going to look up 2016 stats first, because I feel like, uh, what's his name, would have been pretty dang close. Um, Josh Malone. Yeah, Josh Malone. I feel like he was close. I feel like I, he he, was. I think he was like right around 900. I think he was pretty close in 2015, mm. and then I think 16 he was also close. Maybe maybe even edged him or edged him over there. Um, oh, 972. I think Dang. Juwan had 969. 
Did he? Okay. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, very close, but uh not not quite. So that I mean it would have had to been Patterson then. I guess it could have been Hunter. They were probably both pretty close. Yeah. I mean, that was a ton of yards. Right. So you did all right. So you said thousand yard receiver is Valus if, if it happens, you think? I think I think both those guys have a shot. Okay. Um now I think that depends on you know, it it obviously depends on quarterback play, but you know, if three guys at UCF can can do it in or get close in, in ten games, surely to God in twelve games, <laughs> we get pretty close. Right. Um and if they don't, I, I hope that it's you know, a guy gets eight hundred, another guy gets eight hundred, another guy gets six hundred, five hundred. Um spread the wealth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're not gonna out. get a single guy there, spread the wealth. Yeah. Um, Justin Hunter had a 1,083 yards in 2012. Okay. So you're right about the last time. And uh, Patterson had 1,086 yards from scrimmage. He had 778 uh, passing yards, receiving yards, and then uh, 308 rushing yards. So okay, he was uh, not a thousand receiving, but still freaking impressive. That God, that team was so good. Big Someone was we were talking about how they on offense in 2011. <laughs> Someone the other day, golly, just terrible. Freaking sale, man. San Diego just gave up a – or not San Diego. L.A. Chargers just gave up a sack in preseason. So that's, or a sack safety. What's the score? <laughs> Two to nothing. <laughs> Two to nothing. Who are they playing? San Francisco. San Francisco. Yeah. Well, the Chargers are covering. That's what I picked them to. So we'll see. Dude, I was doing so well today. I know we're getting off topic, but that's no, it's fine. We'll, we'll, that's what we do on this fake show that we have. Um, I was doing so. I was like seven and zero today. Well, and thanks then, for tweeting them out, Landon. And then I freaking lost like five straight. It was incredible. I was like, dude, I'm gonna win so much money. Like, even if I just go three and two or, or yeah. two and three, I'm gonna win quite a bit of money. I'm. Oh, I've won four dollars. So it all far. bounces out. So this is the I, this is the last one I have to make some money. There you go. We'll see. I mean, I, I haven't watched over the end of the game, but I had two. I had two mine. that it was a three-team parlay. Um, and I just need the Astros to win. They gave oh, up a run in the ninth. Yeah. And then um, they lost in like the eleventh. And then the Blue Jays did like the exact same thing. Lost in the eleventh inning. And you're the home team, dude. You can't lose playing. in extra innings if you're the home team. Well, they got to start. They have, they start that man on second now, so that's got to help. Yeah, that's that's shitty. I get it, but I don't get it. I hate it for betting because it's like, right. That, that does make it that does make it tougher. Um, I've been asleep all day, so I've not placed a single bet. I lost. I went zero and three yesterday, though, in baseball nice. and preseason. Yeah, so it's been a fun weekend. Yeah, yeah I'm about I've, to. I kind of want to take a break for like two weeks until we get back at it. I've already, already started, I need I already to really picked Alabama it. to cover. Nice. I already, all I already season? Put money. You just – Or the first game I did. I, I already put quite a bit of money on it, so. It's 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 uh, kind of big for the, for the first game and a lot of it's question like marks. 18 and a half right now? 18 and a half? Okay. Yeah, I don't like it. I, I think they win by three touchdowns, so. Okay. Not a not – a, we'll see. 
Um, all right, well, let's talk, let's talk some QB room. Because, I mean, we talked about wide receivers. We talked about how it's really relying on QB. And I know we don't know who the starter is, and no one knows who the starter is. And pretty tight-lipped right now, but – and also media can't watch scrimmages. But – Yeah, these guys just need to make plays. They're big plays. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and I think, too, is kind of going into that Take chances, like going into throwing up the 50-50 balls. Like take chances. I, I think, I think a lot of people would have been a lot less frustrated with Jared Garantano if it didn't seem like the same things were happening, and, and then like you were, you know, getting sacked. You weren't, you weren't trying to make throws, and you yeah. weren't, you weren't throwing, you weren't throwing interceptions on a deep ball that a corner just made a really good play on, or something. Yeah, I, I want to see Joe Milton throw it sixty yards and just let a receiver run underneath it. I mean, these guys got the speed to do it, so yeah, let's hopefully let's do it. Yeah, no, so I, th- I think take chances is the big one, um, and, and I mean, I will I, say this: um, I, I think another weakness with this team is maybe man, uh, like press man. Okay, um, yeah, I, I think this team, you know, with the speed guys, they usually usually struggle with mm-hmm. um, you know somebody up in their face getting off the line of scrimmage. So, you know, I, I know that's something Jalen Hyatt's worked on. Um, you know, I'm sure Valus has too. Valus is a bit more physical than Jalen Hyatt, but uh, yeah, I'm interested to see some of those guys how they're able to get off the football. Um, well, I mean, if, if you have if you have that kind of speed, you better be good at getting off the football because you want you want that guy in your face. Because um, the moment you're by him, it's you're it's over. You're even. You're leaving. So, yeah, they they should really be inviting that that uh, that crap in there. But yeah, I mean. I, let's talk Joe Milton, like, because everyone's like, "Are you buying into the hype? Are you buying into the hype?" Mighty Joe Young. I'm going to say it again. Somebody said, "How many times is Landon going to say it?" Um, Mighty Joe Young. That's two. I, I don't want to compare Joe Milton to the former QB here because that's unfair. Which one? The former, the former QB. Um, uh, Peyton Manning. Yeah, that one. The one that <laughs> threw a lot. Of, he did throw a lot of interceptions his rookie year. Um, but I mean. Our, I don't know. I don't feel like we necessarily got – I mean, I guess the moment that guy left campus, you got better. But I'm just not convinced Joe Milton can be – We're not talking about Peyton Manning. Just no, we're not. Can be <laughs> can be great. Just because he was – like, and I'm not saying Michigan's a great program that plays great competition you know, all year, but they're not playing, you know – First off, he's going to the SEC with some of the better defenses, even with the way the defense of game has changed. But, I mean, he's still playing pretty good competition, and the competition is going to get tougher. The game's probably going to get, in the words of Justin Fields, you know, faster. So it's just like I'm not convinced he can take Tennessee to up a step. Up a step from three games or just like like – Just in general, good football, like – yeah, maybe I'm. I'll say it. I said it maybe jokingly on Saturday. If Tennessee doesn't win four games this year, just fire Heupel and be done with it. Be done with the program. <laughs> sure, <laughs> it's something. Be done with something. Hey, we're gonna sit this one out, rebuild a little bit. We're not even gonna rebuild. We're just gonna burn it down. <laughs> burn it. That'd save me a lot of money, actually. Yeah, for sure. So, I, I I'm just not convinced that Joe Milton is that guy. I mean, I'm. And I'm all for being proven wrong. I'm not willing to also sit here and go, 
He, he can't do it. He hasn't done it. He won't do it. Like, I'm not willing to say that either because mm. I do think there is something to maybe getting out of certain environments and you, and maybe um, if a coach is better, he can play to your strengths and make you a better player. Like there are, like there's stuff to that. Um, but I mean, going back to the guy that just left, if you go watch his practice highlights, um, they all, he, it all looks the same. Yeah. I mean, they just keep putting him on. Yeah. Practice highlights. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I, I said this before. I don't think it could get any worse than what it was at Kentucky last season. So, I, um, you think we've hit bottom? Oh, at quarterback? Oh, 100%. 100%. You, <laughs> 100%. You, like, you legitimately believe it can never get worse than that? Then than that former quarterback in the game? I mean, specifically the Kentucky game. No, I don't. Okay. Two I mean, picks I hope you're in right. a row. I hope you're right. Three I'm picks just, to Kentucky at home? Yeah, I've no. Been, I've just been oh, a Tennessee no. fan for a long time. I feel like I've said we're at bottom already, and then it somehow just gets worse. I was just curious. Well, I mean, like, yeah, like we, we lost some games under Butch Jones, like with, with Dobbs in them. Um, lost some games under Dooley. But, like, the worst – Games that we've lost in this decade are with JG at quarterback. Vanderbilt and Vanderbilt and sixteen was pretty bad. It was, um, but they were they were also like, the, who was the quarterback then? Oh, that was Patrick Robinette, wasn't? No, he was earlier. He was thirteen. Oh, okay. When he beat us with, with James Franklin, that was Derek Mason that beat Bush Jones in sixteen. Um, I believe that was Carter Samuel. Is that his name? Carter Samuels? Mm. I think he had okay. two like last names, like a hyphenate. Was Carter Samuels his hyphenated last name? Um, well, so we we I mean Yeah, we lost that game. That was terrible. Absolutely terrible. Um, Carter Carter Samuels might have been Pat Robinette's age. Yeah, he was. That was the guy. I'm just going okay. Shall we go Vanderbilt versus Tennessee in 16? They had a terrible team. Yeah, they were not good. Yeah, that, that is probably one of the worst ones. Um, but you look that, at, but it was also probably the worst too. Kyle Shermer, that's freaking Kyle Shermer. God bless. That's what it was in sixteen. Yeah. yeah, I mean he's probably one of the better quarterbacks they've had in a long time. Not, I think he threw for like three hundred yards that game. Yeah, like he's not good, but like at least he has. He's playing in NFL preseason games. Yeah, whereas. They, no the cause con- for 416 yards. The context of the Vanderbilt is the worst loss, in my opinion. If oh, we yeah. want to get into like the worst losses, then we get into like Georgia State. Um, again, context is important in this one. BYU is bad. Um, Kentucky last season. Kentucky last season was just terrible. Um, we, were any of any others that bad? And. 17? Oh, I'm sure. God, what did... 17, we didn't win a single SEC game. <laughs> but I don't remember any... I mean, that team was so bad, I don't remember there being any, like, unexplainable losses. Yeah. So we... 17. 17, we beat Georgia Tech the first game. Right, yeah, and that was miserable. We gave up, like, 600 yards on the ground. Um, man, I can't believe I can't remember who else we played in 17. Thank God I've kind of forgot about it. I mean, to a certain extent, 
Um, I mean, I don't remember that Vanderbilt game. He played LSU. Vanderbilt was a home game. LSU was in the that was in the storm, right? Yeah, the LSU game was a storm. We played that was the UMass year. That was um, oh, we lost Kentucky at Kentucky, and there that was the one that Daniel Batuli got ejected because they threw that penalty on on everyone at the beginning of the game. Oh, and then uh, we threw and, it up to Jeff George, and he was like two inches short at the goal line, right? Yeah, I think so. That was also the year we lost to Florida because of uh, <laughs> yeah, Hell Mary. He just forgot what they were Def- doing. Defense just forgot where they're at. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a fun game. Was a yeah, yeah, there's some a lot of bad losses under his belt. Um, so I, I I don't think it get I don't think it gets worse. That's I fair. That, that, I mean, I really and hope I, so. And I think, like, if I think you have options behind him where you can go with somebody else if he's not getting the job. Yeah, but you have to get to those options. So, Josh Palmer just caught a touchdown. Did he? I think so. I'm waiting. Um, another thing too that, as far as uh, that quarterback goes, did you see Pro Football Focus? What they said about him? Uh. Uh-uh. They said that Washington State's biggest weakness this year is the potential that uh, Jared Gantown starts. Yeah. What, he's starting? They, they said that's their biggest weakness is the potential for Jared Garantano to start. Good Lord. Stop <laughs> tweeting out that stuff. You're giving your opponents confidence. <laughs> well, like, like they, the high videos to, of him throwing to be all over. Stop doing that. They used to be all over Jared Garantano at Tennessee. He was, like, always on a ward watch list. And, which I think he did get named to another one this year. Do you just have to be a starting quarterback or something? Or, like, a starting player to get named to a watch, to watch list? Pretty much. Um, but that one is, is like, a senior. Oh, it's specifically senior? Yeah, okay. it's the Johnny Unitas. Well, he's been a senior, like, three years in a row now. So, Hendon Hooker's also on there, and he's not okay. going to start. Gotcha. I'm sure I hope his sure JG's been right. probably been on it for like four years now. Yeah, for real. Dude, my body's been aching all day. Freaking COVID vaccine shot. I'm assuming is what it is. You have I that can't Pfizer? Look. No, I got Moderna. Oh, you're not a no Pfizer free, guy? Oh, no free ads. No, oh, no sorry, free ads sorry. for Big Pharma. Sorry. <laughs> my arm, like, it, it starts hurting when I get it. It's like here. Is that the only thing that hurts? Dude, I mean, you're doing better than me. I could not walk. I couldn't talk. I couldn't get out of bed the next day. My body's aching. It's been been a long day. My whole body's kind of like aching like that. When did you get it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday afternoon. Um, And I already – I wasn't feeling great before it. I I think I was dehydrated um, from playing golf. So I just drank a ton of water. And so I don't think that's helping either. Mm. Yeah. You know, they ask you those questions. They're like, you showing any uh, symptoms of this, this, and this? I was like, no, but I feel like I'm going to pass out. Is that okay? I didn't say that, but <laughs> hold my arm. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, anything else with the quarterback situation? I know You're probably coming down off of it. Like yeah, it, it is I like really a 24 hope. hour thing. So I really hope so. I, I did it like kind of strategically, so like I wouldn't miss any work, and like so. Yeah. I'm hoping I feel better when I wake up. Um, about wide receivers, make plays, dude. Yeah, please. God. Let's utilize that speed. I mean, we got it. Let's utilize it. That's more to the coaches, too. Find oh, yeah. ways to get your talented guys the ball. Please. Pretty please. Yeah, I think you have guys that can you can use in, in jet sweeps, and mm-hmm. which, like, Callaway, 
Jennings and and Palmer. I don't know if any of those guys are like jet sweep type of guys. Maybe right. Callaway, maybe. Um, but I think you have a lot more options to to utilize in the run game with some of these other receivers. And yeah, in the return game, so. I, th- I think you have a lot of options there too. Looking for a fart in a skillet. It's the main, fart in a skillet, baby. It's the main yeah. thing we're looking for. Um, I think there's a lot of fart in skillets. I still don't know what that is, so I can't verify. Can't deny either. Right, yeah. Can't do either. Um, so we'll, let's look at the schedule. And I do want to mention Max's comment here. I don't know if you can see that. Um, he said, uh, you will see how good he at the pit game. Got to get a win over Pitt to build confidence where the wheels could fall off. We're about to talk some schedule outlook before uh, Graham Morgan said lemon juice, ginseng, and honey all mixed. All right, I'll try. I'm, I'm up for anything the way I'm feeling. Um, I, I think with this, I think we talked about it and I mentioned it four games. Good God, if you don't win four games, that's your, your non-conference, non-SEC opponents, um, Bowling Green, t- Tennessee Tech, South Alabama. That's three. And then Vanderbilt, who roster may not look much better than did last year. So, Dear God, please get to four wins. Um, but I, I mean, I think overall the the roster or the schedule, excuse me, sets up for for some positivity. Is that is that the best way to say it? Um, I don't know about like I don't know how many wins are truly sitting on there. At it's least four favorable. You, you favorable. don't have to go through a freaking gauntlet like you have yeah. the past in the past. I guess right. Your your gauntlet's pretty. If you want to call it a gauntlet, you know those four games with, but, but there's also um, a bye week in there of some really, really meaningful and potentially tough SEC opponents. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, that's a really only stretch, but. And yeah, I think I mean, there I, is a, uh, a, like a, if I remember correctly, there is a bye week. It's right in the middle of that, that four game that I'm talking about. Ole Miss, Alabama, Kentucky, and Georgia. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it is Alabama, Kentucky, right? Yeah, it's between Alabama and Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Okay. So so that, well, that's that, that's good. No, it definitely splits it up. Um, you know, and I I, I agree with you in, the, in terms of this is probably the most favorable schedule that Tennessee's seen in a while. Um I don't think Pitt's as important as Max thinks it is. Um I think it's obviously an important game. It's a non conference, but um in the sense of like I don't think a loss to Pitt could potentially derail your season. I also don't think no. a win over Pitt could elevate your season either. Um, it, it'll make Florida more, I don't know, um, seem like a, a bigger game than it probably is. If you beat Pitt, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's um, also probably the biggest – like, it's a gauge to see where the team's at. Um, no, it, if definitely. We're looking at, definitely. If we're looking at like an importance, like Bowling Green, hopefully you play a lot of guys and and get through that game and you know not get anybody injured, get to pit, and then you can play balls to the wall with your starters because you're probably gonna you're not gonna blow out pit. Let's be honest. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> you're probably not gonna beat pit. But I, I even think like the reason I say I don't think it derails your season. I think a loss to pit, they're still, you know. On the left, on like left on the schedule after that, there's still five winnable games. <laughs> now, I want to be careful with how I say this. Five winnable games after Pitt. People come after you, dude. They'll let you know. That's wrong. fine. Screen, screen record it. Screenshot it. Just like those people that think the NFL is 
better than college. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, I mean, and kind of going through the schedule outlook and, and I don't know how, what all you wanted to really get into with this. Um, I know we kind of discussed it. We, we talked about it with Ron. I think it even uh, came up with uh, Eric Kane on last episode. Like there are, I think it's good that like you have like South Carolina, you know, that's bad. Vanderbilt that's bad and then Kentucky that Kentucky's got to replace a lot I mean yeah their roster may look better than Tennessee's but I mean they lose they lose quite a bit and it's not like Kentucky's just been on a different world tear dude they're hopping up their quarterback more than we are with Joe Milton I mean holy crap (laughs) I want to know what's going on with these players that got arrested too like what what's happening um a lot of those guys um tennessee was in on okay too so interesting surprised we didn't end up with them yeah that's nice somebody else making bits for the former cup yeah yep the all right so we i think we talked about this you're the game you're like circling ole miss Mm -hmm. Yeah, as far like, like you're kind of like most excited for, like you think somehow. I think that'll be the biggest tailgate. (laughs) I think it'll be the most fun tailgate. I think it'll be the most fun game. I I think there's going to be a lot of, um, a lot of hype leading up to it with Kiffin coming back as a head coach for the first time. Um, I think, and it'll depend on how if Tennessee's just really, really just completely shit the bed by that point. Yeah. Then yeah, it's not going to be fun. So it is going to be pulled back up to just a. Have who you? The good news is you really don't play many people before that. Like yeah, it's like Flor- Florida, who you're expected to lose to, Pitt, who you're expected to lose to, Missouri. and then uh, South Carolina the week before, I believe, yeah. right? And then you have Missouri in between Florida and South Carolina. Yeah, so as long as you don't just completely just go out and get demolished and not even put up a fight, I mean, there's going to be some hype that comes into that game, and I think, I think Tennessee. Depending on how, like again, quarterback situation is a big one. But if you just have an offense, I mean, you give yourself a chance in that game. Yeah, and I think Josh Heupel, like he is a, is a good opportunity to maybe show people that he's heading in the right direction with this favorable schedule. You just got to compete. Yeah, I mean, like Jeremy Pruitt would get either he'd win or he would lose by thirty. Um, so, I mean, if you can just keep it kind of close, even if it's games that you're supposed to lose or maybe a toss-up, you lose some of those, but you're in it till the end. Yeah, don't lose by double digits every time. Yeah, I, I think I think Tennessee fans will, I, I guess, not be happy about it, but they'll be satisfied enough to maybe purchase season tickets next year. <laughs> well, that, and, I mean, at least, like, you're moving and you feel like you're moving in the right direction. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's show, a big part of it. Show some um, – you know, recruits. I know in-state recruiting is is not going Tennessee's way right now. Um, I think you only have one in the top twenty, and that's uh, Elijah Herring at Riverdale. So, if you want to show some of these, you know, twenty twenty-three, maybe even twenty twenty-two recruits that um, we're heading in the right direction. This offense is is for real and can do yeah. it in the SEC. Um, I think that could be huge for Josh Heupel in year one, where year one, you know, it's not a make or break. I don't think, unless you're just you, you only win what three games, then you can talk about firing him. But uh, you know, I, I think it's a, a year where 
he's trying to pick up the pieces from the past staff. No, yeah, I mean that there's definitely a there's definitely a lot to try to recover from. It's not gonna be fun. I don't even but know I, if it's pieces. It's like freaking shattered. Know. It's shattered glass. Yeah, it's You're shattered. Picking it up one piece at a time with your butt cheeks. Yeah. Oh God, what? Sorry. How did you pick up glass when you broke it? Huh? How did you pick up glass when you broke it? <laughs> I've heard that. Um, I've been watching some stupid show. I'm not even going to tell you the name of it. You're going to make fun of me. You, but uh, it was like they said something like I would like crawl miles through broken glass just to hear you fart through a walkie-talkie or something. That That's from a TV show you're watching? Like, I heard it recently on this I feel like I've – what's the name of the, I feel like I've seen that TV show. So why are you – I've, I've, heard, I've heard it before then, but, it like, uh, okay. it's in my mind because of this TV show. Because of the TV show, gotcha. Have yeah. you had the new uh, Vol Donut from Dunkin' Donuts? I know Raven likes Dunkin'. Mm-mm. I'm not a – Looks good. Is it uh, – I mean, it's got to be orange, right? Yeah, yeah. It's I think it's a uh, white and orange, like cream icing over top. Okay. Yeah. So. It's just a glaze with orange icing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Valdona. I feel like we could be better, but ah, uh, how? I don't know. Like some uh, um, like make the inside of the donut like orange. I feel like you're, you're I feel like, like, you're a, like an orange cake donut. You're thinking way too hard. I feel like the orange icing is simple. Got the job done. I'm not like I don't like Dunkin' Donuts because I like cake donuts. Like if I'm gonna eat a donut, I want it to so be you don't like Krispy Kreme? No. I mean like it's not bad. I'm not saying like it's but if I'm going to get a donut I'm not a big sweet guy, so if I'm going to get a donut, I want freaking balls to the wall cake donut, um, like a the dojo. There's a one in Powell. There's one in Carnes. There might be Never some. Donut duck donuts. They're cake donuts. Pretty good. Like the freaking strawberry cake donut. Oh my I feel God. like you're just trying. I feel like you're trying too hard. I feel like you should just accept just, that these Dunkin' Donuts with orange icing and be happy. It's a ball donut. Is it more than a regular donut? Probably, I would say, just because that makes sense. I've never had it. I have no idea. Well, you try it and you let me know. I'll let you know. I bet they don't have them in Johnson City. I bet they're in Knoxville only. Well, I'll trade you for the. Uh, I'm not for pals. Okay. I'd rather have pals than donut. Okay, got it. <laughs> Deal. But I don't have that luxury. I don't have that here. All right, there's uh, let's talk some high school football. Let's let's uh, let's get into that. Oh, we forgot Wait, to we... mention Brian Mauer's gone. Uh, oh, officially, I, I alluded to it. I'm sorry, I, I didn't say it directly. Officially, he's officially, <laughs> officially. gone. Um, if you want to see something really funny, Google Brian Mauer and see what picture pops up. Oh, that's not how you spell Brian. Good God. <laughs> Just Brian Mauer, that's it? Yeah. The first picture that pops up. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? No clue. <laughs> I have no idea what to expect. 
It looks like Brian Maurer, like, and Austin Price. <laughs> it's some golfer, it looks like. I don't know who that is, though. <laughs> <laughs> did someone put you onto this, or how did you find it? I found it one did day. It? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Google <laughs> Brian Maurer. I actually tweeted about it. I was like, Brian okay. Maurer let, really let himself go. <laughs> God. Yeah, you're just making fun of this poor guy for no reason. Like, well, he's I mean, like, what did I do? I'm like, there's nothing wrong with you. You're just, you, do, you don't look 20. How old do you think that guy looks? Let me take a good glance. Uh, I'd say about 32. Okay, I would have I would have went a bit older. Going like 30, 30, 37? No, I think he's in his 40s. For sure. I think he's 32, but he definitely likes some cake donuts too. <laughs> probably. He probably likes We're just sitting donuts. here roasting this man. Yeah, I'm so sorry to this guy. I'm trying to find <laughs> out who he is. So. <laughs> you could probably like copy and paste his picture. I'm, I'm trying Google. to do a reverse image search. But okay. My computer is not cooperating. But yeah, go uh, Google Brian Maurer, and uh, the first picture that pops up is not Brian Maurer. It's definitely not Brian. All right. <laughs> Let's go to high school football <laughs> instead of just going in on this man. Dude, what a what a first week. It is was, it, is it called week was... one or week zero? Still? I think they've moved back to week one. I think it's week one now. Oh, it was week zero, week zero for a time, and now I believe it's week one. Yeah. So you're I mean, week zero a, guy. I I kind of liked it. I got I didn't understand it, mm-hmm. but it like it just that's all I knew. Makes sense. I like it. Week zero. It, those hits really aged. <laughs> they did. That's that somebody... Scorp- Scorpion King. Oh God. All right, so uh, it is it is a golfer that is verified. I just can't find the name. Who it is? Uh, well, maybe his name is Brian Maurer. I don't know why we're his name is probably Brian Maurer. I feel like we thought about that <laughs> way too hard. That's definitely the guy's name, <laughs> right? I guess I don't know. Let's do a Brian Maurer. Oh, I'm, I'm like way yeah. too in on this right now. Um, but yeah, I so week zero doesn't make sense to me either. But I whatever. Um, but week one, yeah. fantastic. Got off to a, a great start with um, South Oil, beat No Cridge. Um, dude, so Go Key is number one for the win. But, dude, props to Oak Ridge. Look at this. They gave an opposing fan this. What is it? It's just like it's a it's just like a rag. Which Why did, I feel like you could have just not taken that. Yeah, but like the, so like. The seats are wet, so they're like giving these oh, out. And I'm like, okay. no, nice. dude, that's way to take care of everyone. Fan uh, experience. I, I'll I've be back. One, I've got one from AM. I'll be back because of that. <laughs> I mean, just like cheat. I mean, but yeah, like, I've, I've got one from AM. It come. It, I think I've got one from Kentucky too. It come in handy. I appreciate it. Yeah, probably the hideous color just to have in your room. Yeah, but like it, it uh, it's not gonna go. Like I'm gonna wipe. I just put this in here. I'm gonna wipe my dog's feet with it when they come in. Like it's I mean, <laughs> they I'm just supplied you with toiletries. Yeah, yeah. Like it, if they like 
have a bad accident on the floor, I can just use this, throw it away. So, yeah, it's you're going to throw that away. You can wash it. It's reusable. You can wash it. I mean, some of those accidents, you're like, okay, that needs to be thrown away. Or if I have an accident, like, you know, when you like you have a bad you accident, definitely you, you crap yourself you. and then you, you just have to throw your underwear How away. How often do you poop your pants? I haven't pooped my pants in probably like four years, five years. <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time you pooped your pants? It's not like I just like shit. I like uh, I sharded. Two thousand like eight. Eight. <laughs> yes. I feel like that's not true. Poop my pants. Yeah, that's true. Hundred percent true. You're also a free peer, so like you've had accidents. It might have not been. It's not an accident. I, I'm doing it, and like I'm. That's not an accident. I'm. Peeing. You woke I'm using up. The you woke up not like you didn't want to do that. Ah. <laughs> I wouldn't count on that. Wouldn't but yeah, it's not, it's not like I just freaking. It sounds, like if, you, it sounds like if you plan to poop your pants, that <laughs> tells me you poop your pants way too often. Like if you're like, I'll have this just in, you know, just in case I poop my pants. I, I don't, I'm not a person that carries toilet paper in my. Uh, sorry, Bill, I think you just said something about set up for the next toilet paper. The next, the next virus. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, or anytime there's a storm, Walmart and Food City are just out of toilet paper, gone. It's incredible. Yeah, you guys um, need to get bidets. I need a bidet, actually. There was one in our uh, Airbnb in um, New Orleans, which is French, so it makes sense why. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I didn't use it. Um, and also, it made the toilet seat a lot smaller. So, it, it was, like, on the toilet seat. It wasn't, like, right. a separate thing. Right. Um I know how yeah. these work. Well, uh, you can have two different ones. There are there are there's a few different models of bidets. Yeah, like one looks like a sink toilet. Yeah, yeah, like like uh, like washing dishes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and that's like it's not bad actually. No, I've I've never had a bad bidet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I forgot what we were talking about. High school football. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Poop in our pants. Um, but yeah, what a what a start. Um, I think it's it's going to be really interesting who comes out on top in this area from five five A and four A. Um, yeah, you know three A. It's probably going to be Alcoa. I mean, no, um, not this year. And then six A. It's it's probably going to be Maribel. Um, no. <laughs> um. But yeah, like it was, it was impressive. I was impressed with uh, a couple teams. Carter beat Webb, twenty six twenty one. South Dole beat Oak Ridge, twenty uh, eight twenty. Um, let's look. Elizabeth beat Science Hill, thirty four fifteen. Catholic beat Chucky Doak, sixty three to seven. Good lord. <laughs> Maryville beat Heritage, forty nine to nothing. I'm sure a lot of their players did not play the second half. I think not. Um, I mean, just talking like four and five, a pal over Anderson County, 60 to 48, both teams looked uh, lived up to the hype that you thought that game would be. That's for yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, God, I'm, I hope you took the over. <laughs> Holy crap. Always, always take the over there. Um, yeah. I mean, there, there's a lot of impressive teams in this region in both five, four and five, a, and uh, I, I think it's going to 
play up to be another good year. Uh, Knox West beat Bearden 24 to two. And then on some safety action, I like to see yeah, it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But starting off strong. Right. That there are, there, there's going to be a lot of good teams in this area in all classifications. Um, but four and five, a, I think there's just a, there's a whole group of them. So it's, yeah. it's going to make it fun. Halls and Gibbs is a good game. Gibbs knocks off Halls 25 to 20. Um, Trying to find some other Seymour B. Gallenberg Pittman also on Thursday, fourteen to thirteen. I need to hear more about that mayhem. Apparently, they had three attempts um, for the game-winning extra point. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't man. know. I don't know the exact story behind it, but but they missed all three. Chances. No, 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 no. I, I think oh, Seymour. Seymour. Had, okay. Like yeah. there was like a false start or something, and then there was a like roughing the kicker or something, and then the third one went through and counted. Dang. Something like that. I don't know the exact story, but yeah. Uh, Sevier County beat Jefferson County um, 21 to 13. And then I mentioned, we already mentioned Carter Webb. That was a su- yep. surprise for me. I think Carter's going to surprise some teams this year. I think they moved down to 4A too. They are 4A. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's going to be yep. interesting. I mean, with you got Carter, you got. Anderson County, Greenville, Elizabethan, South Duel. I mean, there is a ton of talent in 4A. And mm-hmm. then 5A, you know, it's it's been a beast for years now with – you know, I, I know Greenville beat Central pretty good, I think 42-17. to 17, But um, Central's been a really good 5A team. Powell, West, Oak Ridge. Um, I'm sure there's more I'm just forgetting. But – uh. Yeah, a lot of good teams in this area, especially in the 4A, 5A, that are going to make things real interesting when it comes to playoff time. Yep, definitely. Definitely. I, I'm, who, uh, who wins? Uh, did you watch any Maryville, Alcoa? No, no, no. I, I don't know if – I think Alcoa's game might have been streaming somewhere, but I don't think there was any any way to watch Maryville. Gotcha. Um, um, I did watch some of the Central Greenville game. Um, obviously, watched South Oil and, um, uh, good God, South Oil and Oak Ridge. And then I'd, I'd, I'd say I probably watched maybe ten total plays of the Powell Anderson County game. Were they all touchdowns? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Um, no, I was uh, especially when that game got close to the end. I, I tuned in to watch, um, seeing that it was getting interesting. Gotcha. Um, Alcoa beat Ray County fourteen to thirteen. Um, CAK beat Kings Academy thirty three to six. Oh, Alcoa beat Ray County like forty one to thirteen. What I say? Fourteen to thirteen, I think. Oh, forty one thirteen. Sorry, I'm just something like that. Sure. It was a it was a big it was a big victory for yeah forty one thirteen. Um, Grace just stomped Lakeway Christian. Did you see the final of that? Yeah, forty nine nothing. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of good games. I'm excited for week two. 59 to nothing. 59 to nothing. Yeah. I'm very excited to get week two underway, continue some high school football. Um, so far, like I said, it, it seems like just about every team like lived up to some of the hype they had in week one. And, um, and like what I mentioned, Carnes beating Harden Valley 21 to seven. Yeah. That, that was kind of my next point. Like teams like Carter, like even some of the ones that are kind of been flying under the radar this year, but maybe had some, um, you know, a little bit of hype start kind of creeping in there at the end of the end uh, end of the off season, living up to it too. So it's it's going to be interesting. I'm out, I'm excited to see what teams stay kind of stay the course. Um, I think there's definitely some teams that 
maybe look like they're just like an injury away. So um, it's gonna it's gonna be an interesting high school football season. Yeah, um, I know that the Pal Anderson County game like broke the Diamond Clear media record. Um, well, that record's about to be beat again when Pal plays Maryville this Thursday night on rivalry Thursday. <laughs> yeah, for real, for real. But hopefully, freaking. Diamond Clear works this Thursday. Didn't last Thursday. Yeah, hopefully we get those updates um, updated well before Thursday. That'd be nice. <laughs> but it is on the WAT app. Um, okay. So don't tell us before the first quarter. Is it not the same stream, or they do two separate streams? I, I guess Diamond Clear streams it, and then WAT streams it themselves. Because, like, WAT streams their broadcast. Like, they're live news broadcasts on their website, so it's probably running under the same system that is. Whereas, okay. like, Diamond Clear is tr- streaming online. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah. So there you go. All right. Anything and even for- if you're out of state, you can still get those yeah. streams up. I had somebody was like, I wish I could watch it. And I'm like, you can. You can. <laughs> you can. Um, all right. Anything else for high school football? That's all I got. There's some really good. I, I was surprised at the, how many points Anderson County was able to put up yeah. with Walter Nolan on that pal defense and, and he, he had he got himself like plenty of plays too like he had yeah. i mean there he plays and you score 48 points like nothing yeah i mean about. eric kane said that like teams are going to game plan around him right but if they're you know they they did move him around some last um the other night and i think that's what you have to do is if you keep him in one spot yeah they're never going to run to that side um right. but if you keep him moved around i think that's that's where he's able to to make plays the most um, but yeah, putting up 48 points on, you know, defense as number one player in the nation is pretty impressive. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. All right. Uh, do we have any questions? No, um, I will say this, please stretch so many cramps. Oh, yeah. I was, I was up in South Oak Ridge and like, I mean, Brandon Hayward, um, He's going to be a stud. I think he's just a sophomore. Already has a Tennessee, Kentucky offer. Um, super impressed by him. And you know, if he doesn't cramp like the entire game, he probably has a couple more touchdowns. Right. Right. Um. Yeah. What a game that was. That was fun to go to. It was fun to just be back in a football stadium again. Yeah, I bet. I'm a little jealous of you. Um, I got to experience fireworks at ETSU on Friday night from Elizabeth and Science Hill. Um, Lord, could you imagine if Powell and Anderson County shot off fire? They, they, they ran first? out. In the, they ran out in the first quarter. <laughs> yeah. They ran out. Um, Landon did tweet out. I know we didn't have any questions, but Landon did tweet out question of the day. Um, great graphic from our guy Dylan Cole there. And um, what was Tennessee's loudest game in the past few years? Um, he had Tennessee, Georgia, Tennessee, Florida, and Tennessee, Oklahoma, and thirteen Georgia. 16, Florida, 15, Oklahoma. Ashley McDaniel said you simply cannot pick between those three. I would agree. They were all pretty freaking loud. Um, Adam Shipley, I think, had the agreement, like the thing I agree with most. 15, Oklahoma was just the, like, most sustained loudness of all time. 13, Georgia, though, that block punt in the end zone was the loudest moment I've ever heard inside England. It was Mm -hmm. insane. Like, the stands were shaking. Um, so those are, and that was like kind of what a lot of people said, like Oklahoma was some of the most sustained, just noise of all time. Um, people like, I couldn't talk to the guy. I think Charlie Howard mentioned, I don't see it on here mentioned, like I couldn't talk to the guy next to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I hate that. I could not 
go to that game. I had my own game, but uh, yeah, I've heard everything I've heard about it was just insane. Yeah, Zane Slater actually said what I what I just said. He said he was at all three games, but Georgia in thirteen is the loudest um, that he had ever heard. Neyland. I don't really remember like Florida getting super loud. I think someone even mentioned that. Like, I know, which, like the first half was dead because we got our right. Yeah, I mean, in. it was very sad. But I, I don't really remember the, getting the Juwan Jennings touchdown. I don't really remember it from like a. Like, I don't remember, like, what it was because I just remember the play, but I'm sure it, it had to be pretty freaking loud. It had to be loud, but, like, even, like, I was – I think me and you talked about this on the show. Like, the end of the game was so – it was one of the weirdest winning environments I've ever been a part of because it wasn't – A lot of people went home. Well, people were just relieved to finally beat Florida. Like, I don't, sure even, I don't even think it was so much, like, excitement as it was just, like – Finally, like yeah. everyone was just like every high five was like, like we did it. It's man, man. Was... we finally beat them. Yeah, yeah it was just like <laughs> okay, now we can sleep again. Well, you know, because I mean, it's not like it's not like Florida had a great team in sixteen or anything. It's you know, so my wife burned some popcorn. Or something. I was like, did someone just fart in your room? Did someone just crop dust? Freaking. But yeah, it was it was very it was a very weird winning environment. I've never been a part of anything quite like that. The drive by. Um, but yeah, that, that was, a that's a good memories. Hopefully we can make some more maybe this year. I feel like a, a game like Ole Miss could, if you, there'll be a lot of people there. Um, I think so as, as long as Tennessee's not just looking too terrible. Yeah. By that point. So we have a ticket giveaway now that we're we have a ticket giveaway, but we will not give them away till Thursday, Thursday. Yes. So you still have time to enter like retweet, follow the tweet, the landing sent out. We will select the winner Thursday before the show, announce it Thursday on the show. That will get you tickets to the Bowling Green game. Section L, baby. Yep. So, yes. Like that. What was that again? That is row 46. So, retweet, follow to enter. And we will announce that. On Thursday night, and that should give you that gives you a week to plan on going to the game. Um, we'll get those tickets to you probably digital. I think that's how I have my tickets this year. I need to double yeah, check. I may have gotten physical copies. I'm not sure, um, but we will get we'll get them to you a week before the game, so you have time to plan out your. If you're not in Knoxville, if you plan on making the trip, whatever it may be. Um, Hopefully, I, I hope I know it's not going to be a hundred thousand. I hope it's like a good crowd for at least the first half. I get it; people are going to like. That's another thing about that game. I was like, I just hate that it's a Thursday. I hate that it's a Thursday. Like this isn't the year to. This isn't the year to play the Thursday game. Just because of it's like everything around it. Like Tennessee was terrible last year. Bowling Green's awful. Like yeah, this isn't the year true. to play the Thursday game. Yeah, people aren't going to. A lot of people aren't going to take off work on Friday for a team that may or may not be good. Right. Or probably not going to be good. Probably not going to be good. So, just a bad year to do it. Um, Obviously, I'm excited for kickoff, but. And we will not be tailgating that that day either. Just a difficult time to really set up um, after work and then try to throw something together. And then, you know, 
it'll, it'll just be hard for people to get there. So I'm not going to tailgate, but we're going to have a huge tailgate for the pit game, even though it is a noon game. Right. Um, we'll be there super early to set up. So come by. Maybe have some vol walnuts. There you go. Oh, we are. Yeah. Some vol donuts. Might have some of those. Maybe. There's Duncan on the way. We'll see. T-shirts coming soon, too. You go that way? How do you? Down Chapman? Yeah. I mean, right there. Like, Duncan's, like, walking distance from the tailgate. Oh, I know. But, like, do you go, you go, like, the interstate. You wouldn't go. No. I guess. Not to our, not to our, where we tailgate. But, okay, you'll be coming from here instead yeah, of like I'll, Johnson City. But if you're yeah, coming yeah. from John City to the stadium, you would definitely. Yeah, yeah I would go yeah, downtown. Interstate. Okay. Right. All right. Most important of the week. Most important. I have Miguel Cabrera of the Tigers getting his 500th career home run today. Nice. Um, I think he's the 28th player to enter the uh, 500 club. Okay. Wow. Miggy. Yeah. 500 home runs is an insane amount of home runs, by the way. We need to know oh, that. It is. Also, how many how many does Shohei Otani have now? He has hey, an insane amount of home he, runs. He hit one today. No, I think I mean, he definitely did this weekend, but it's an uh, insane amount of home they're runs. They're losing three to nothing, so. <laughs> Not tonight. Uh, my first one is, did you see Carol Lawson's thread about the um, – He has 40 home runs. He is 40? Okay. I almost yeah. said 42. I thought he surpassed 40. Uh, did you see Carol Lawson's thread about um, that timeout that Pat called in the Tennessee Vanderbilt game? I don't remember the exact year it was. Did you see that thread? Uh-uh. So go check it out. It's really cool. She just talks about what Pat said in the timeout. And then so I think it's a three-part tweet. Um, uh, but it's a, it's a really cool just little tidbit about Pat, Van, that Vanderbilt game, that timeout. Um you all go read it. It's great. It's on Carol Lawson's Twitter. Uh, it's a fantastic little thread that I'm glad she shared it with us. There's also there's another really cool thread too. I'm gonna have to find that one if I can um, and talk about it. But yeah, that's uh, one of my most important for Vol fans. Definitely go check that out. There you go. Alvin Kamara, it's a new cereal. Is that real, by the way? I don't know. Okay. Is it gonna be like in stores, or you gotta buy it at the freaking Vol shop? I think like, it's gonna be at the Vol shop. Kamara's King Crunch. <laughs> very, very strange. How much is that going to be? Like freaking forty dollars? Yeah, but it's going to sell out in ten minutes. So. Oh, it is. Yeah, I'm just not going to buy it. <laughs> Love it. Any other most important? Um. Yeah. Did we? I don't know if we talked about this. The one Knoxville SC logo. We've not talked about the logo because it was released, I believe, on Thursday night. Okay. That looks freaking incredible. Number it one. does look good. Uh, are you showing it because your screen's frozen right now? Um, am I am I back? Oh, there you go. You are back. Yeah, I've already ordered a shirt and hat of it. I guess you can see, kind of. Mm. Gosh, there's just not a great way to show. No, it. there's not. I mean, I can do a screen share, but nah, we'll wait. Is that Perfect. better? Yeah, dim that light down. There you go. It is a great, uh, great and, patch. I don't know. If it the, looks... the way they like put it all together. The video is fantastic. It, yeah. Um. I don't know if it looks like a soccer patch. I'll say that. Be- besides the actual like outside design, that looks okay. like a soccer. But like that's really, I mean, I guess they wanted the gold ball to be like a soccer ball and a sun sphere and, and whatnot. But I don't know if it's like 
I don't know. I, I it's really cool. I'm not hating on it. I already bought, like I said, I already bought a shirt and hat for it. So on the way, but yeah, it's um. Are they playing at at Regal for now? And I think the plan is to play at the Randy Boyd Stadium if it is approved and built. Okay, cool. But Regal for now, which is good, because um, you can serve alcohol there now, and if you want adults to go to a sporting event that they don't give a rat's ass about you better have alcohol correct so yeah it'll be that'll be a better experience um this time around but i I think the plan is to move to uh boyd's when it's all said and done i think it's gonna be built like two i mean you know we they've already said for like concerts and stuff i think soccer as well will be built for that interesting i'm excited um you know if we can't have a minor league stadium yet um, that's probably the next best thing. A soccer team? Yeah. Just a soccer you, team. you think a soccer team's <laughs> the net, like your two steps are like just a random minor league stadium, then a soccer team's like right under it. <laughs> I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. It's like the, I mean, like it, it's something else to do, I guess. Yeah. No, it definitely is. It definitely is. <laughs> and since Tennessee doesn't have like an actual, so- like a, Guys, soccer team. They do have a girls. Um, that won again tonight. Beat Miami of Ohio. Yeah. Uh, Brian Pinsky. 100th win. win. Yeah. Yep. Got the Gatorade bath. Orange Gatorade orange, bath. Orange Gatorade bath. Do you think that's all they serve at UT? If I was the athletic trainer, I wouldn't have anything but orange Gatorade. Gotta be. Okay. Just, this is the only thing we're drinking. I would like hit any like red or blue Gatorade that came in. I'd knock it out of their hands. There you go. Yeah. That's Not, in my house. Not in my house. Uh, that's all I got for most important. So I think that's all I have for most important too. I, I can't find anything here. I'm getting prepped for uh football season. Shotgun a few beers this weekend just to make sure my body can handle it. You did. It looked good too. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Not a lot of spillage. Not yeah. a lot of spillage. Yeah, there was, like there's, you did it before. Um, um, there was some I had to got in trouble, had to clean it up, but yeah. worth it. Yeah, worth it for sure. Fail of the week. Fail of the week, dude. I don't. I don't even know if I have any. Uh, you, I'm sure you have some. I have. Um, I do have one, but it's like a failure of like a lifetime. <laughs> Doesn't even fit into this week's. Um, uh, it's sh- something you fit into. Oh, okay, good. Um, Washington State. Tweeted out the JG being on that watch list, and then the next tweet was him throwing up really bad interception. (laughs) So it's so bad. Yikes! Like, yikes! I don't understand. Like, when you're tweeting that out, why do you put the quarterback in there? Just have the ball in the air, and then have him intercepted it. Yeah, I don't know if they really realize that. Yeah, they're showing a hot for their defense, but do they remember that they're playing their team's offense? Yeah. Maybe they just like wanted traction. They knew ball fans would get a hold of it and just maybe, wear it. Maybe. Out. No, no such thing as bad publicity. Exactly. <laughs> uh, my only fail is uh, three quarter pants. They're just, you just can't know. How's that a fail? <laughs> dude, that was my favorite. Anytime I came over to your house, you were wearing those pants, dude. I mean, I'm sorry you've never been comfortable. I loved them, but I hated them at the same time. Like, I've got like I've got like four pairs now. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. What does Emily think about them? She hates them. She hates them. 
I mean, I don't know if she hates them, but she doesn't love them. <laughs> like, do you go out and eat in them? Hell no. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, wear, that, that's I mean, fine. If you wear them around the house, yeah, that's one thing. I mean, I played, if, I played soccer in them, like what they're designed for, but I don't just like go to dinner in them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be hilarious. Also, Can you tell please me, do it and see what she says. Just wear them out to dinner one night. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I will. Actually, summertime's the best time. Just wear them with flip flops. Um, I mean, I'm not willing to say I've not been out in public in them before. Like, I've probably gone to like Bolo in them. Yeah, probably Walmart. <laughs> Definitely Walmart. <laughs> um, but I've also been out much worse, so that, that doesn't really worry me. Um, I just love this picture. You're in another shirt with another man. <laughs> and three quarter pants. It was like a 5XL. You're not going to try and get that shirt with another man? So you have half a shirt. That's not the only. Man. That's not. That's not the only shirt I've been in with another man. Actually, <laughs> done that before. I think the other one was like a five XL. That one I think was like a three or four X. That one really wasn't. Whose like shirt that. was it? Chad's. It wasn't Chad. It was Chad's, but it wasn't like. It wasn't his. It was he too big like, for him too. <laughs> way too big, which is where we got the idea. Oh, okay. I was like, two a Brody and a Caleb could easily fit in this shirt. <laughs> and we did. We were right. It's awesome. I'm not sleeping three quarters pants tonight. We'll see. Dude, I forgot all about them, and we were at dinner, and Mandy was like, you remember those pants that Caleb used to wear? I was like, what do you mean? She was like, the one where they weren't pants and they weren't shorts. And I just started dying laughing. I mean, here's my question. Baseball players wear them every day. Why can't I? That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a great point, actually. Um, like, do it. I feel like you got to wear the socks, though. <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> the stirrups? Yeah. I'm good. Pass. <laughs> Who's this guy I think he is? The freaking Yankees? There you go, yeah. That's what I would say to someone if they wore that <laughs> and I saw it. Just pinstripe. You should get pinstripe pants. Pinstripe three-quarter pants. I look good in pinstripe pants. That's all I got, man. Do you got any more fails? I thought I, thought I had one, but uh, I don't know. Let me see. Oh, dude, that article, like, I'm not hating on The Athletic. They do a great job. But that article that was like, let's interview high school coaches and see what they have to say bad about Jeremy Pruitt. Like, it comes yeah. out every single time a coach is fired. And I said that when Bush Jones and Jeremy Pruitt were fired. I was like, can't wait to see what comes out now. Yeah. It's like they're not going to say anything good about him. Yeah, exactly. And it's like everything that you read that they're like, yeah, I'll be quoted anonymously. Like, okay. So I know you're probably not telling the entire truth. Right. And, and when he came in, you're buddy buddies with, you probably took right. a picture with him at your school. Yeah. Nah. And I get if If you're like, Jeremy Pruitt doesn't show up. Okay. But like, why didn't you say that six months ago? Right. Yeah. Why is it just coming out? Yeah. Also, I hate the high school coaches that are like, I'm not sending my guy to that program. What if it's the only opportunity? Yes. You're not sending him. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah, if Tennessee's the only um, Power Five offer he gets, you're not going to let him go there. Yeah. Also, like, what say do you actually have? <laughs> right. I mean, that, that's another thing too. Yeah. Whatever. Are and you're not going to let another Tennessee coach in the door? That's what someone I I don't want Tennessee right. to come back. Yeah. It, it, and it's interesting too. Like, there really wasn't a ton of like overly positive guys about Josh Heupel. Like one guy that was like, I know him really well. I used to work with him. Um, you know, it's a great that, – that was like the biggest compliment he received. 
Besides, I think it was um, um, from a high school coach. Yeah. Okay, so they they talked about Josh Heupel too. They talked about like, Heupel, and then they talked about at the new Tennessee staff of, or like yeah, yeah, and like the new staff at Vanderbilt. Like they were just like, "What's your sense for how they're recruiting right now?" Like maybe well, versus they probably recruiting. haven't really been like in the schools yet. It, no, and it was really more of just the talk of like the communication aspect of it, and like what they're hearing from other coaches and like stuff like that. So. Yeah. And like what their players are hearing from the staff, like how the staff's communicated with them up to this point. So it really wasn't like they could only say so much, but it was like, I feel like by this point when you, cause this comes out every time there's a new coach, it's usually like, Oh, you know, Tennessee's got a great one and they're going to, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's he's like, changing how they're recruiting the state and blah, blah, blah. But if, if college coaches really can't look at a high school coach as your main opinion on a kid. Because, I mean, no. obviously they're going to be like, oh, yeah, great kid, great grades. Like, I mean, what coach is going to downplay a student athlete? They're not, they're not. The best ones. So, I mean, like, they're going to get a lot of false, oh, yeah, he's great in the classroom, great family. It's just like, number one, you probably don't even really know his family. Number two, there's no way. All the, all your players on this team are great student athletes, right? Yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, it was just it was pretty much just like they went around and interviewed like eight different coaches and they asked them their thoughts on was it, it was Mason in state coaches? Yeah, only in I'm pretty sure only in state. Uh, Pruitt, Mason, the new Vanderbilt staff, and the new Tennessee staff. So yeah, it's just like you can only it's it, whatever, whatever, and like um, what like. Obviously, they have to have like big. It has to be schools with like actual. Well, and some, that and some of the guys were even like you know when um, Pruitt was here, you know, or when like Butch was here. I didn't really have anyone that Tennessee could come in and recruit. I had a couple during the last staff, so like I can't compare. I'm like stuff like that. So it there, <clears throat> I mean, it does. It, it didn't sound like they just went out and interviewed like. Um, God, what's the place in Middle Tennessee? Nashville. Yeah, Innsworth. It wasn't like they yeah, from what I could tell, maybe Innsworth's coach wasn't a part of it. Like someone that's just sending them all over the country to every coach. Yeah, you know? Brentwood Academy and Yeah. So um I don't know. I'll I'll send you the article later on if I'm um I'll probably have to screenshot it, but Yeah, that's that's interesting. Cause yeah, I mean like how do you really have an opinion on Josh Heibel and even right. like Vanderbilt's new staff, like they haven't really been in school. So, like, how much contact do you really have with a coach? Yeah. No, I mean, that was pretty much what they said. So, yeah. Cool. Yep. All right, guys. Well, we appreciate y'all listening in. Um, we will, uh, we'll be back Thursday night. Um, talk a little, do more, continue our position preview, talk some more sports. At that point, we will just be seven, six days away, however you want to look at it, from, from Tennessee football being kicked off. And um, we're getting there. Yeah, we're getting close to, to being like a preview, preview in a game. Yeah, yes, yeah. that like actual previews. We've talked about next comments. Wednesday. We'll be uh, we'll preview Bowling Green. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Yeah. Can't wait. I'm excited, you. guys. It's getting close. It's getting exciting. I'm getting nervous. Butterflies. Um, do like Caleb did. Start practicing. Exactly. You got to start it off right. Get, get the right mindset going. Guys, that's all we got. Thanks for listening. We're bringing the boat in, and we out.